1: Yeah, how are you feeling this morning, Slee? He lost it. Yeah, that was weird. He that lost was, it. That was weird. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't have like a ton of other uh, <laughs> adjectives to throw at that other than well, stupid. That's another one. Don't that, say that, to that, throw at that. Yeah. That, <laughs> say weird, stupid, unnecessary. Unprovoked.
0: Maybe it was a bet that we didn't know about. I feel like John does that a Maybe. lot. He has bets and you know it's it's long going.
1: Mythical money that he could break a piece of glass against the wall. I, I don't know. <laughs> he I'm just lost glad it. that it didn't break for your sake, Sleek, for my sake, for our sake, yeah. as the seven ten uh that was a little interesting. title winners that went 0 and one. <laughs> I think okay there. Where's the
2: trophy now, sleep
1: Uh it is currently
3: sitting in the back of my locker. Of course it is. Is it locked? <laughs> it's not
1: locked. You better. Surprised lock it. he didn't leave it on the street. <laughs> Just somebody can come and
3: pick it up. But I think there could be no items that can be thrown when John comes in for crosstalk. Yeah, we're gonna forward. have to like bu- like batten yeah.
1: down the hatches in yeah. here. Like he's gonna pick up a monitor, your laptop, put, put something
3: like uh, get his hands together, zip tie his hands <laughs> like, so that he can't like get any momentum <laughs> going towards something.
1: It's a good idea. It's a good idea. Yeah, that that's was all weird. I little. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a lot. It was, I'm glad they're billing them for the uh, dent in the wall. That seems like the, the the least that they could do. My trophy is prominently displayed in the You already the put it room. up? Oh, yeah. I went home, took it out of its little velvet-lined case and put it right there. Yeah. It's heavy. So I have a, a bookshelf directly behind where I sit when I do my podcast and things like that. Um so that thing—it's it, a big, heavy piece of glass. So it has to be kind of on a lower shelf because oh, if, if it goes down, if I ever bump down. into that yep. w- that thing and it comes tumbling down on me, that could that could be the end of me.
3: So that's exactly the place that I'm going to eventually put it. The problem is that thing just moves a little bit. It's just like uh, it's a it's heavy, yeah. It's, but it it's it will the actual shelf that I have is so not sturdy. That everything's going to go down in front of him. Rookie's already scared of.
1: <laughs> yeah, every time it moves and it's and, yeah, it's. How did would die? Well, it's a funny story. <laughs> See, he was really good at pickleball, and he won a trophy. And then Rookie saw the mailman and went nuts. And it's and, over. and bumped into it, landed on Slee's head, and that was the end of Slee. One, one fire truck. One fire came truck. Fire truck sent him around the bend. He's better with him now, but yeah. just like every dog, they just think like the UPS the about truck there. used to make my dog go bonkers, mm-hmm. like ups specifically like a fedex truck goes by everything's nothing fun. you know a, a delivery amazon didn't exist back then but it was ups specifically that truck and i don't know if it's the color of the truck yeah, i don't know what brown. it was something something would send that dog around the bend.
3: uh trash man the tra- the the
1: garbage trucks those are the ones that are, are kind of bad for rookster so yesterday, obviously, we spent a lot of time talking about pickleball, yep. um, the fact that you and I won the trophy for the best seven ten 10 team. Okay, I have I a question for you on that,
3: because as the day progressed, I think we were both surprised. I don't think we had any idea what was going on. Did you know there was another tournament? Like when we were playing on Saturday, we weren't playing for anything other than we just wanted to keep playing. That's Correct? my understanding, yeah. Okay, so then we're on the same page, because I had no idea we were doing a tournament.
1: No, okay. well, no, I, I did not know that there was like a trophy or a prize or we were advancing through it. We were just, hey, you guys want to play a little more? Yeah, let's it's play a little like more. More like pick
3: up pickleball.
1: <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh I and Cap were talking about us yesterday. Okay. and talking about our pickleball performance. And <laughs> Cap I think was trying to say nice things about me, but this is this is how it came out.
4: It pains me, George. Pains me mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. to come on the radio. Yeah. And admit mm-hmm. that we got our asses handed to us. We did by Travis and Sliwa. We did totally, and it happened in such a flash. Right, it was over <laughs> before we knew it. Right, like I, I can't even tell you analytically like what went wrong. I mean, they. No, I can tell you what went wrong. Tell me. Travis was a monster at the net. Yep, true. I mean, he just slammed got it slammed every time
3: he him. got yeah. a chance and we had nothing we could do nothing about
4: just it. Just had no answers for him. Yeah. Travis is Here one of comes. those guys like when it comes to these kinds of games. Yeah. I'll compare like a racquetball right. or a squash, not that yeah. I really know squash. Well, he was a college baseball player. So. I understand, but when yeah. you're when you're a big guy mm-hmm. and you're not like overly mobile or athletic, <laughs> right? if you know the angles of the game... Right. And a baseball player would know the angles really well. You don't need to move. Right. You know, I'm not saying Travis didn't move. I just don't remember him moving.
1: <laughs> I think that's a compliment. Not overly <laughs> mobile or athletic. I think he moved. I just don't remember him moving. By the way, just when you quick.
3: when you have to go into all the details and then they got to give analogies and examples, that's the best. I, I do know the angles, Sleeve. Okay, so... <laughs> I do agree that we just started playing them I mean let us be Sedano had a mic in his pocket yes. so I wish Sedano put the mic down because I think he was trying to MC while we were playing he
0: was he's all business but you took
3: you took up that's the thing that made it so easy for someone <laughs> like me on the back line you took up so much space right in the beginning how do you get it past you you said it yesterday you think got hit it at my chest or hit it at my feet
1: or one other place. <laughs> Or there, <laughs> yeah. There's there are three places where I was going to be fairly defenseless: chest, feet, and, and left ear. Tweet. You got not made a couple times. <laughs> Your yeah, left ear, I, yeah, I did. Well, I played one off my belly too. I did take one directly <laughs> off the belly that I played out of the air. That was pretty good. But I deeply appreciate Cappy get t- 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 paying me the compliment of someone who's not particularly athletic, <laughs> but knows the angles. Uh, that that's why we were. We were the as angles, good as we were. We it got our asses handed to us. <laughs> we did
4: by Travis and Sliwa. We did. <laughs> We'll take
1: it. Get your tro Put your trophy in your house. Don't leave it in that that uh, cubby hole.
3: No, it will go home. It will go every day before I go to bed. I will say a man, uh, say a prayer to the big man above, and then I will also look at that and do the Perfect. sign of the cross.
1: That sounds like a good idea. Um, I think I'm over it. I, I think that I am fully and completely over the rain. Yes. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. That's exactly where I was headed. <laughs> because- got to be
3: honest with you. We need it. I mean, right now it got to soak in. <laughs> do we?
1: We just really need this. You you guys have heard me say this. So when I come up from where I live into downtown, I cross over the L.A. River every morning, right? And for the last two months, it's just been filled with water, like really high levels, and it's moving quickly. And I kind of just looked at it today. I'm like, yeah, same as always. Like just Before, it's like, oh, my gosh, there's water in the L.A. Look at that. Like there's an actual river running through the middle of L.A., I, I'm ready for it to be over. I like the rain. I enjoy the rain. To your point, Slee, we certainly needed the rain. We've re- replenished a lot of our, our reservoirs, but I am ready for the sun to come out. I'm ready for a couple of 80-degree days. I'm ready to be outside uh, more than one or two days at a time. I'm, I'm officially done.
3: Did you ever see A River Runs Through It? I did. Do you ever remember that movie? It was basically, if I'm right, I haven't seen in a long time, it was fly fishing, right? It was. We should go to the L.A. River and start fly fishing. <laughs>
0: I Don't mean, really know back. what you want to get from that, because I'm not sure if it's all going to be fish that you... Uh, <laughs> you have the bodies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Needles. We're yeah, get, we're exactly. We're going to get a couch. Lots of trash.
3: <laughs> a couch, uh, some trash, everything else. But that's how much water we got in the rivers. Let's get in there. It was quite a bit. It's quite a bit.
1: I, I, I'm I, done. My, I my really lawn am. is all, like, you can't even walk through the grass. You just no, you sink down into it. The entire neighborhood looks like it, post-apocalyptic because everything has been growing and nothing's been cut back in a long time. I, I, I'm ready. I
3: said this in that, like, real first initial storm. I'm like, guys, in a couple weeks, it's all gone. The weather's going to be great. I keep looking at the 10-day forecast. Keep looking 10 days out. It's still,
1: like, a high of 61. And three or four <laughs> days of rain in those ten days, right? It's like this. I didn't, I didn't sign up for Portland. This, this is not. This is not what I'm doing. here. How's
0: your uh, that abandoned table doing in the background? Is it now? Well, oh, that's fully not, <laughs> No, the
1: the, the abandoned Decomposed? table. It had it had been. It it fell. It literally like disintegrated when I sat on it that day. So it we got most of the chunks into the trash over the last several months. So it's it's basically gone. We you know should
3: what? we should. Um... We should basically uh, the real estate prices should start dropping towards what Portland is now. I mean, if we,
0: I think Portland's if that's also what, pretty expensive. Say, as Portland's well. not
1: D- D- Topeka. It's <laughs> Portland's still pretty expensive. We'll go with Phoenix then. Phoenix's Whatever. Not Phoenix not super cheap either. You're gonna have to go to the middle. Things on the sides go to, go are very expensive. Kentucky, or yeah, like that, yeah. Kentucky, Kansas, Oklahoma. Like you, the 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 edges are kind of expensive the the middle is
3: Seems what you like want. nothing compared to
1: us. I got to
0: tell you guys, I feel like an ancient woman because I have uh problems when it rains. My joints really hurt and I yeah, think that I have that? maybe I have early arthritis which really sucks, but whenever it rains, my knees, and my back really hurt mm. and I feel like again I'm like an ancient You get uh, struck by sandier. lightning when
1: you were a kid or something to where you feel like a weather vane <laughs> that you don't even understand <laughs> what's happening to you.
0: But my my body has felt like an old lady for the past 3 months, so I'd really like this rain to dissipate soon. Yeah,
1: I'm ready. I'm done. I'm ready. I haven't haven't played golf since I got snowed out in Bandon.
3: There's nothing going on. I haven't got to play um, pickleball since Saturday, which is (laughs) BS. Trying to get out on the courts again. When do you think the next time you will play is? Uh, Within the next week. You think so? Yeah, I will.
1: Okay. So you got the bug a little bit.
3: Yeah, because, okay, you got – and if it didn't rain, maybe I'd have played a little bit earlier. Maybe this weekend. Maybe – if not this weekend, sometime next week after one of our shows. I'll go out there and play it all. I
0: got a tweet here from Eddie Carrillo. He says, <laughs> <I'm reading> uh, <laughs> it right now. Go ahead. <laughs> he says, uh, not overly mobile or athletic, but knows the angles. Travis, the Austin Reeves of pickleball. That's actually a good compliment.
1: <laughs> that's followed up by Anthony Rincone, who says, Trav, Kaplan pretty much said you're Bill Lambeer at the net. Big guy that's great at the fundamentals and can still play with the studs on the court. Lambeer I'll won. I'll take Lambeer. Chips. I'll kidding me? One. I need one of those. Didn't Lambeer wear that no, plastic Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, he did. He didn't get a chip at all. We got a, a consolation participation trophy, but we got the only consolation participation trophy, so we'll take it. That's uh, It's not a bad way. Did you watch Mexico yes. and Japan last yeah, night? Yeah, I did. How great was I that? I got caught
3: up into it, man.
1: How, uh, how could you not?
3: Okay, so I think it was 3-0 for the most of the game, right? Mexico up 3-0. Yep. And Japan... I think two innings in a row had the bases loaded and yep. couldn't score. So you're like, all right, well, this game's over, right? You just, just kind of assume if you can't, I mean, a base hit, get some, make it make it somewhat of a game. That game was so exciting. Come all the way back. They tie it 3-3. Mexico comes right back in the next inning, get two more runs, yep. and it goes all the way down to the bottom of the ninth. I'm, I'm not kidding. It was incredibly, incredibly exciting. Um, and some of these guys, who's the guy that – this is the one that signed with Boston in the offseason? Yeah, I'm
1: going to get – you, you don't even have to get – But Yamamoto, but, I want to say. It, it was – amazing and every time Shohei comes he just up it's the like bar- the barrel on that ball the one down the right field line yep. he, that wasn't a good swing but he's such a good hitter that he was able to keep the barrel in the zone and he just kind of flipped it out down the right amazing field game line. amazing amazing game performed by amazing both the Mexican and the Japanese teams were really mm-hmm. Randy or if you don't like Randy or Arena, there's something deeply wrong with you mm. that guy is so much fun to watch play baseball he robs the home run and then and just, he just stands st- there so good like for a good two seconds I'm like did he catch it or not like I didn't know if he caught it and was like kind of styling it I didn't know if he was frustrated that he missed it I didn't know what had happened and then you could see it just kind of through the webbing of his glove it was great next
3: time we crack a good joke just stand there don't no reaction
1: (laughs) it was it was terrific I Game tonight, U.S. and Japan for the the championship of the World Baseball Classics. There's a million things to get into. There's Otani, there's Trout, there's the Dodger connection to all of this. There's a bunch of it. But I want to start with why this is so much more fun than Major League Baseball. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
4: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. usa
1: japan four o'clock today world baseball classic championship game and i know that it's never going to come to this for a million different reasons because namely number one money number two baseball is not one and done until you get to game seven or game five or whatever how great is one and done in baseball it's so it's so random Mm -hmm. one bad pitching performance and you could be out of the tournament like that it but how, how exciting has this been knowing that if you have a particularly bad inning, you're out. Mm. And if you can just have one really good inning, you might steal a game. Japan is better than Mexico, not by a million miles, but they're a better team. Mexico was hanging the whole night because Patrick Sandoval, who's an angel, pitched his butt off. Yep. They got big hits from a Arena. Great defensive plays from a Um They got a big home run from Urias. It was so riveting. I'm not Japanese. I'm not Mexican. But yep. I love baseball. And that one-and-done format of that thing just brings an unbelievable level of excitement to it. I loved every second of
3: it. You, and, uh, you, you mentioned this yesterday. And I'm going to go back to it. I think what gets me... Even the one and done, if they're not that into it the way they are, the players, players, if the crowd's not going crazy, you know, basically with every pitch, um, it's kind of funny. You know, my girl, who we watched part of the Cuba-USA game Mm -hmm. on Sunday, and I told her, I'm like, yeah, Mexico-Japan are going to play later today and then winner's going to play USA. You know, we have our little iPad there. She's basically watching the entire game. She's like in the kitchen doing whatever she's doing. She's got the iPad there. I'm like, who is this girl? Yeah. She was into it. Like, I I, I honestly go back to it. I think it's it's so easily you can get into something when you could tell how excited everybody else no is. No question. And what you just said about the, you're only playing one game. You're either advancing or you're not. <laughs> you're That's one element of it. Yeah. But I really think that the, the other element, which is just as important, is you could tell how much everybody who's- either in the
1: game or in the stands, cares. This is how you know much uh, Japan cared about what happened. Here's the Japanese call of the walk-off hit. That Otani leads off of the double. Yeah. They get a guy at first base. Uh, they're down by one. They got the tying run at second, the winning run at first, and then a ball gets smoked to center field to bring in both of the runs. <laughs> I have no idea what they're saying, but tell me they're not fired up. (laughs) Yeah, they are so fired up. It was so great. And like you said, Al. They said, said, hold him at third. (laughs) Send him, send him. (laughs) It was great. Um, You're right that the players are – the second that ball was contacted, every Japanese player was over the rail running to home plate. Just awesome. You could feel – the devastation from the Mexican players, yeah, from yeah. the Mexican fans, because they were this close mm-hmm. to winning that game, and it slipped through their fingers. It was terrific. I couldn't help it watching a Rana do his thing, watching Patrick Sandoval lose his mind during that catch, mm-hmm. watching the Japanese players celebrate the way that they celebrated. International baseball, in particular, Cat? baseball played in Latin countries, whether it's Mexico, Cuba, the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, pl- places like this. The fans with the luchador masks and the flags and the drums and the horns and the noisemakers and the, the, the dancing and all the. It is so much fun. And you watch an American baseball game, and if you bat flip, they put a fastball in your neck like what the hell are we doing how much more fun is this how much more fun is it to see randy O'Reilly's arena signing autographs in the middle of the damn game in left field and flipping baseballs into the outfield it's just fun it's baseball this we're not doing brain surgery we're not doing anything particularly serious i know there's a lot of money and all these things but you can't tell me that's not more fun than hey we play the game the right way and we're not Mm -hmm. here to show anybody up alex verdugo who's on the mexican team uh was talking before the game. He was talking with with Big Poppy and A-Rod and Kevin Burkhart before the game. And he's like, one of the things that makes this so great is that you don't have to worry about showing anybody up. Everybody knows we're not showing anybody up. We're celebrating the cool stuff that happens to us. We're not trying to embarrass you. We're celebrating our thing. We need a whole hell of a lot more of what we've seen in the WBC as far as enthusiasm and passion and just overall goofiness that makes this stuff so much better, this put your head down and run around the bases and don't show anybody up. It's so stupid
3: and old. Okay, so I, I don't have an answer to this, but is this a – it's a baseball thing. I think it's an American thing too, to, to an extent. Agreed. Right? I think that – I remember this, and this was a couple years ago. It's just one example that I have. Remember that game – I. I it might have been the Padres versus the Rangers, and Tatis hits a grand slam, but they're up by like six or seven sure, runs. Right, he was, and supposed, then the, to he was supposed to take the yeah, pitch. was supposed to take the pitch, and then the minor like a three zero count or something. The right? manager of the Padres waiting for him at the you know waiting for him saying what are you doing? And there was this <laughs> what am I doing? I'm being awesome. Then this then became Digital this runs. then became this argument where it just kind of separated sides. Yeah, old school baseball versus new baseball. Or just fans that are there for entertainment, fans that are, no, this is the way it's been. I don't know if you can take some notes of what's happening here, but I think a lot of this, you got to ask a lot of these baseball players that are out there, which style do you want to play? Because this one is by far more entertaining. No this one is by far more exciting. This one's a better product. This one's going to probably get more views, fans. Better experience for the fans. It's going to be all that. Or do you want to go to something that's ancient? And and I think we're definitely trending in the right direction because I think it could be the rule changes, whatever the case is. They're much more open to it. But isn't this? Can't this really just be set by baseball players? Can't this be set by managers? Can't this be set by? Isn't it on them to kind of figure out that portion of it?
1: What it is, and I'm I'm going to put fans. I'm going to put somebody specific in the box here because he's always complaining about this stuff. Great player. Might even be a Hall of Fame player by the time it's all said and done. Madison Bumgardner is like the poster child for people that hate this kind of stuff, right? He's he's this to to use the vernacular. He's the old school, play the right way. Yeah, yeah. He gets grumpy when people you know peacock their home runs and bat flip. And, yeah, he's chirping and, at you while you're rounding first. It's like <laughs> let the guy at least just get to second here. And this is where Max Muncy goes, dude. Go get it out of the ocean. Right, mm-hmm. that that goes back, to, and that was awesome. Like more of this and less of the bum gardeners of the world. I mean, bum gardener's great pitcher. He's had a great career. It's not that he's not a good player. It's, dude, will you lighten up? This is supposed to be fun, and nothing was more fun than what we mm. saw last night. Think, of, look, I, I watch a decent amount of Angels baseball. Shohei Otani is not an emotional guy. He's very, very stoic. Freaking right?
3: having the time of his life in these he's games. He's
1: on second base. He just doubled in the t- in the bottom of the ninth. Yep. And by the way, you knew he was going to. You knew he's leading off that. And you're like, Shohei's going to do something mm-hmm. here. He splits the gap. He runs. He still, gets he's still to second. Yep. Easily. Mm-hmm. I was thinking maybe three off the bat. He's that fast. But double fist pump. He's screaming at his guys. He's super animated. As opposed to when he plays for the Angels, he would have slid in there and stood up. Brush the dirt off of his knees and wait for the next guy to drive him in. Hmm. This is so much better. So I, I listen,
3: I, I think we also gotta understand it's not like game thirty seven against the Diamondbacks No. that's typically for gonna sure. happen for and, sure. And, but that that's I think the, the line you're trying to draw is when it does happen, it's okay. Embrace it. When it does happen, it's okay. And I don't think do you think any of those Japanese players when they're celebrating or when Shohei gets his you think he's you think he's pointing his um, his cheering towards the pitcher? No, of course he's not. He's pointing at his own at his own squad, at his own team. Now there are some players out there, which I get, it, I understand it will hit a homer and we'll stare at that pitcher the entire way. And the pitcher's like, what the hell are you staring at me for? I get it. There are times where maybe there's a, a line to be drawn, but more times than not, that style, that product of that style is so much better than what you
1: see on a night-in-night-out basis in, in baseball. I want to take this a step further. And, and I'm not saying that one plus one equals two here, but there's something about when you're loose. There's something about when you're just having a good time. And think, think about it. Last night there was incredible pressure on both of those teams. This is not a oh, it's an exhibition, whatever. No. It's representing not, your country. You're representing your country. Right? And they you care. Got a, you got a flag on your chest. Okay. The guys on that Mexico team were representing Mexico. The guys on the Japanese team were representing Japan. They both want to win for their respective countries. There's pressure to perform in these things, but because it's so festive because it's so exciting they're able to kind of let it out a little bit i want to bring it to this do the dodgers ever look like they're having a good time do, do they ever look like it's light and easy and fun? And I'm talking specifically about the postseason. Mm-hmm. When you're beating guys 11-4 to 4 every night in June, that's fun. Mm-hmm. It's cool. They're, they're, it's light and easy. But when you got into the postseason and think about what they had last year against the Padres yeah. and think about what they've had in a number of these series over the last few years, they're tight as a drum. Mm-hmm. The, everything is, okay, we got to get it's just tight and, and, and nervous and unbelievably tense a little bit of nonsense just a, i'm not saying you don't take it seriously like i'm saying last night those guys are taking that seriously on both sides but it was looser it was exciting it was passionate if we could find a way to have the dodgers be a little less corporate in those moments and a little more let's just let this hang out yeah. right let's yeah. just let it rip mookie's got that in him you see mookie do, playing for team usa we saw mookie when the dodgers did win the world series that year ton of banging on his chest and the thing they do on their hat where they you know like do the tap on the helmet more of that and less of the window. Oh, we're here to take care of business. Just have some fun less with this. Tight. Less tight. Less, oh my God, we might lose. Just play. Okay, so
2: here, joy and see here, what happens. Here's the
3: question, because I, I, I think the theory of it makes a lot of sense. And I think when they go out, we've used this analogy a number of times. They are run like a Fortune 500 company that in tight situations, they're looking at the stock market and saying, oh my gosh, we just lost $3 in our stock and everybody's going crazy, okay? Like they are are run like an absolute corporation. Here's what comes with 111 wins. What comes with 111 wins is don't screw up. Not enjoy it. Not go out there and get it. It's more don't screw up. Sure. Padres, I want to say, won 89 games, something like that. They played. It's not that they're not tight, but they played with, no one's expecting us to to, to win. The Phillies get to the World Series, take out the Padres in five games. Every game it looked like, I mean, every time they hit anything, just what you're talking about, the way Shohei was looking back into the dugout, that's kind of what the Phillies were for that entire playoff run. I think they have, when you have expectations like that, and you, you felt it going into the playoffs. Sure. Every fan felt in the playoffs. Sure. Dodger Stadium felt in place. I don't know what that balance is. Maybe that's a manager that can make you lose. Guys, we want 111. What are you paying attention? We point. want 111 because we're that good. Go out there and enjoy this baseball game. And maybe that's the difference of all of a sudden these guys not being so tight. I felt it. You felt Everybody felt it for the Dodgers
1: that they were tight. They, they were, but I don't imagine probably not a lot more – Tension between opening up a National League Divisional Series against the Padres. Then I'm playing for my country with a chance to go win yeah. the biggest international baseball tournament that exists. The, 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 the pressure is kind of equitable. You look, Trey Turner, Mookie Betts. All these guys are talking about. Never been a part of anything like this. I, I, Mookie Betts has played in multiple World Series, and he's like, "This is as big as it gets. This is as, as exciting as it gets." So. <laughs> The 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 level of pressure I think is it, at least it's close enough to try to simulate it, and I know you can't do it in August against the Pirates. I get it. Yeah, I get it. You can you, do it but against you the Pirates in, in October. Yeah, you could tell you in absolutely October. Absolutely can. Awesome. Absolutely it was, awesome. It was
3: amazing. Was okay, so tonight's game four,
1: four uh, o'clock game, four o'clock game, okay. and uh, Otani will probably pitch against the American legend of Merrill Kelly. We'll talk about that matchup when we come back. It's Travis Lee. Merrill Kelly. What? Seven ten ESPN.
0: We do have the response from Scott Kaplan. He says, yo, Travis Rogers, I was trying to pay you a giant compliment. <laughs> right. So he's at least trying to be nice, Travis. I, I totally Oh, no, he believed, was
1: trying to be nice. No, it was sincere, and it was nice. Yeah. It was nice, but the phrase, this is like when Kurt Sandoval asked me if mm-hmm. I was 63 years old on Saturday. He wasn't trying to he be He wasn't mean. trying to say, oh, you look really old and terrible. It was, hey, we I really like you, Show common. We have something in common. I think yeah. we're from the same uh, generation. You're about 63, right? Well, Not exactly. <laughs> Can't get the
3: ball past you at the net, and that's what Kaplan was trying Can't to remember.
0: Seeing to. you move, we got our
4: <laughs> asses handed to us. We did by Travis and Sliwa. We did.
1: <laughs> that was fun. Uh, you're right, though. Sedano did have the mic in his pocket and in his hand. He was hanging out. He was doing play by play while we we're playing the match. So he, he was. He was slightly. They played the game. a little bit
3: later. I think that's when they played Berg and Yates. And I think he put the mic down and they were having a they Did having they beat Bergen Yates? No, I think Bergen Yates won. Okay. It yeah. doesn't
1: matter. We were the best team. <laughs> doesn't matter. Whoever finished, I'm not I'm not interested in runners it's up. Just gonna be,
3: it's just going to be going to be pretty funny, man. <laughs> I guarantee you there's going to be at some point in the next couple of weeks you and I are going to go play again. I'll play. I mean, you we have to make a
1: date of it. Like yeah. we have to tell me this time, this place. I'll play again, yep. but I plus rookie, I,
3: rookie took out my paddle, bro.
1: Plus I need a uh, sign off uh on who our opponents are because i told you I, i'll play just about anybody but i won't play everybody <laughs> i do have some some very specific parameters of what we'll go against matthew pelosi in the trav and Slee community says after his wbc take the cam brothers can never claim that trav lacks whimsy anymore you look i am unfortunately unfortunately a jaded person by nature i, I can be cynical at times i try not to be but i think My default setting is cynicism, unfortunately. If you don't like this, there's something wrong with you. If you don't like baseball, I'm not going to do the soccer thing. Oh, you don't understand. If you don't like baseball, you probably don't like this. I get it, and that's fine. Yeah. But if you like baseball even a little, the WBC, because you and I were talking during the breaks, other than USA v. Cuba, we've gotten like six real – Venezuela, U.S., amazing. Last night, amazing. Mexico, U.S., really, really good. Puerto Rico, DR, really, really good. Mexico against Puerto Rico, really, really good. We've had five or six games that are hanging on a pitch or two. And if you like baseball, one and done almost never happens until you get into Game 7 situations. Or Or the wild card. Wild card or Game 162, winner is in, loser is out. Yeah. Fantastic. You you just can't beat it.
3: So this is why I think this is a perfect example because – when World Cup was going on, I'm not a soccer fan in the sense that I'm going to go watch soccer games every Saturday. I'm watching the English Premier League. I'm just not going to do that. I could get caught up in the World Cup, no problem. And a lot of it has to do with these players are representing their country. Yep. The, the the actual fans are insane how much they're into it. But you could, for a tournament, get into it and then kind of get out, right? Yeah. The WBC... I'm sure there's a lot of people watching that aren't watching games, all 162 games in baseball. They're getting caught up in a tournament that's incredibly exciting, representing their country. USA kind of keeps advancing, whatever the case is. That part is what I find fascinating. Now, when April 1st or whatever the opening day rolls around, okay, you're going to be watching – a lot of these games, but it's going to be much more casual than what you're watching
1: today. A couple of things. Number one, the, the reason that the WBC for me is much, A, I'm just not a huge soccer fan. It's just not for me. Whatever. I don't hate it, but it's just, I, I don't know any of the players. Mm-hmm. It's very hard for me to get invested in something when, I don't know, okay, he's the best guy. He's he's actually not a very good player, but he's playing out of his mind but right now. But you know all
3: these guys in baseball. I
1: know mm-hmm. 90% of the guys playing in this tournament, I've been able to see him do it. The other you you mentioned something, and I think this is gonna be fascinating for Otani. It's gonna be fascinating for Trout. And really most of these guys, especially back, but can you imagine the hangover of playing in these games for the last two or two weeks or so? And now you're gonna go back and the opening day is exciting for these guys, yeah. but now you're in the first week of the season oh, yeah. and Otani and Trout are playing against the Texas Rangers, knowing you've got 157 more games left to go. Be like oh boy, really? We got to we gotta go through six months of this and hope that we get some of the good stuff in at the end of the line, that the hangover from this will be real. Especially for them,
3: right? Especially for them. Because I, I think if you're a guy like Mookie, I think if you're a guy that you just know your squad's going to be good or you've been to the World Series or you've been in long playoff runs, you've won a World Series, especially for these guys, because these guys, they could be, by the time the trade deadline comes around, maybe six, seven, eight games out of a playoff spot. Now that could be different. And hopefully for the Angels they are in the mix so these guys got something to play for a little bit further down the road.
0: So my question for you guys, I guess you're kind of answering it as it goes along, is why uh the WBC is so interesting to you and March Madness is not. Because March Madness has the energy, the heart of the fans there. It has the excitement of the one uh the single el- elimination. Mm-hmm. It has these people. I got I got. But the, the answer. thing I think for you is you don't know the players and the play isn't up to the snuff of a major of a Professional yeah, level.
3: That, that, that's it for me too. But I World
0: think, Baseball Classic, it is up to professional level. A,
3: as somebody who loves the NBA and is watching basketball almost every single night, when I watch college basketball product, it is so different yep. than what professional basketball looks like. But they make think, mistakes.
0: It's it's there's there's the chance in there. That's right. There's, why it's there's
1: mistakes, Sam. That's one thing. But it's, but it's also, also just bad. not a good it's product. Just not very good.
3: <laughs> now, now, listen, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to watch. Listen, I, of course, I got SDSU that's in it, but for the most part – I'm gonna watch Sweet Sixteen on. Now I'm not gonna sit glued to my TV, but I'm gonna watch some of these games. Hopefully, the games get a little bit better. The stakes are getting a little bit
1: higher. But for me, it has more to do with the product. Uh, yep, yeah, it's both. It, you, you nailed it, right? It's the product itself. I don't want to watch basketball games played in the fifties. It's just not super mm-hmm. interesting to me, right? It's but just you watch not, the
0: calls. Ba- baseball World Series, but that's because but because I'm a baseball skin. guy, yeah, right? Exactly.
1: And and it, it's it, it's personal to me in that and. I don't want to say that the gap between professional baseball and college baseball is smaller. It's probably not. It's probably about the same. But it just I like it more. And the other part is I don't know any of the college basketball players. I don't know Mm -hmm. every guy on that on that American team. I know every. I don't know how many guys were on the Mexican team. We saw twenty five. I probably knew twenty of them. Right, the the Japanese team. I don't know as many as that, but you know the most important ones. That get by the way, that's why I would watch for for basketball. Yeah. I watch the Olympics.
3: Yeah, I watch the USA bass, or even if it's these other Argentina, Greece, whatever. I watch those. Did you
1: did you see the beginning of the game last night? The J- Japan Mexico. The kid that no. pitched for uh, Japan, Sasaki. No, I started watching a little bit later. Oh my goodness! Stupid, crazy oh stuff. My God, he's twenty one. Okay. okay, he just got into the Japanese big leagues. Right. Mm-hmm. He throws 102 miles an hour. He has this split finger thing that just goes sideways that smolts, you know, Hall of Famer, yep, one of the best yep. of his generation, is like, yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, I, I don't know, man. This kid's a problem. Like He's, he's like, once he figures out what he's doing, like, and, and he's got a pretty good idea right now, but once he really figures out, he goes, I don't know what to tell you. This guy might be unhittable.
3: It's my favorite when you can get Hall of Famers like that speechless. They're like, yeah.
1: I, I don't. I don't know what
3: that is. I don't know what he's doing. He's 21. He's
1: 21, and they're thinking he might come to the big leagues like 24, 25, like year 24, 25, a couple of years from now. Yeah. But he looks like he's 14. He looks incredibly young and he's just out there just mowing guys down through one bad pitch and um, Urias hit it out of the ballpark. And you could see the kid was just like, I threw one, really? This this is the level of play, one bad pitch and I'm down three to nothing because no one was coming anywhere near him. You know what's funny? He was wiping guys out. It was terrific.
3: I was thinking about this yesterday. It was very random, but when I was in, a couple years ago, I went to Japan, right? This was pre-COVID and I went, I want to say we were in Kyoto and I went to the baseball... I was trying to go to one of their baseball games, Uh but they were out of town. Okay. So they were wherever they were. I think they might have been in like Hiroshima, whatever it was. The carp. Um, But I went to the stadium just to kind of go see it. They always have the... They have, the just like it would be like the... Take a tour? No, the the stadium is actually open. So anyone can go walk in and they could go. It was awesome. Very, very cool. I mean, I wish there was a game going. But the stadium was as if you went to Dodger Stadium and they left it open, even though the Dodgers aren't in town, and you could just go walk around. And then the Dodger store, the way that would be open, it's open there as well. Actually, pretty cool. But I did not get to see a game. I just thought about that because... There's a vibe that comes with these, especially in Japan, that you're like, I got to see this they're for myself.
4: Fi- I mean, you. <laughs>
1: they're into it.
4: That's game 14 of the regular
1: season, <laughs> the third inning. They're, they're, they're fired up. That was right? a double. Just <laughs> a double. So good. Otani had a line um, I haven't played in a game like this in a very long time. Wonder what he meant by that. Jeez. I wonder what he meant by yeah. It's fun. It's been a while since I played in a win or lose game, a playoff atmosphere game. Obviously, we couldn't lose, and I wanted to get the guys rallied up in the dugout, huh? And and any translate that for me. You know, it doesn't have a quote like that. Meeting in there. Any hidden meaning in yeah, the? Yeah, imagine Otani and Mike Trout playing time. the
0: same team. That's crazy. Two <laughs>
1: unbelievably funny <laughs> tweets were going around last night. One was Mike Trout and Shohei Otani led their teams to the World Baseball Classic championship game. Imagine if they were on the same team. Pretty funny. <laughs> Pretty great. Cold blooded. Uh, and then another one was Otani versus Trout in the World Baseball Classic. Loser or winner gets to leave the Angels. <laughs> So they're coming in hot. play with their hearts. Pretty great. Otani's pitching
3: nine innings in that game.
1: Patrick Sandoval, not only local as in pitches for the Angels, local as in grew up in Mission Viejo, Mm. pitched his ass off for Mexico Mm. not once but twice in this tournament. He was terrific. They get something like that out of him during the regular season. Tyler Anderson pitches well. Who knows? Maybe they turn a corner. Hey, did you see with Smitty coming up next? Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Taylor, did you see that Slee and I were championship trophy winning pickleball runner-up? Participation award winners. Did you see that? I'm really proud of you guys.
4: Thank
2: you. I just want to say that. And, don't um, bring it in the studio. Don't bring <laughs> it in the we studio. We
4: asses handed to us. <laughs> we did by Travis and Slee.
2: We did. I wanted to defend you, Slee, when uh, Ireland came and smashed your trophy. I don't. I don't know. That was just uncalled for. Uncalled, Uncrazy. uncalled for. It was a little crazy. Undeserving. A little, a little crazy.
1: Undeserving moment. too. Yes, all of the above. What you got for us?
2: Okay guys, did you see that over 1 billion people in the world live in a desert region? So, would you rather be stranded in the middle of the desert or floating in the middle of the ocean? Sliwa. what? Uh
3: desert. And the only thing that I could think I'm I'm drowning in the middle of an ocean. So that's that's I mean that might be a good thing actually. It might take me 15 minutes to just stop uh Stop swimming and then just call it a day and go down to the bottom of the ocean. But desert, I feel like I have sort of a very small chance of survival, which might draw it out even longer and might make it actually even worse. <laughs> While I'm out there, I might wish that I was wish in the middle of the, the ocean. ocean. <laughs> but I'll go desert. I'll go desert on
1: this. You, one. I, I think I, I agree with you. I'm picking the uh, the desert well because I feel like I could maybe pull a Saul Goodman and, want, and maybe I could get out. Like maybe I could walk Back for man. a few days and get through there. And make it out to the other side. Um, they made a movie about this that I didn't love, but I read the book, a book by Laura Hillebrand called Unbroken, which is about this guy named Louis Zamperini, who, no. Okay. He was a World War II pilot, right? His, he got shot down over the middle of the ocean in World War II. His plane crashed. He and two of his guys were in this lifeboat floating in the ocean for days. Never thought that they were catching seabirds and eating them raw. Okay, and drinking the blood and all this stuff. And I'm thinking, I'll take the desert. So when you started talking about being <laughs> caught in the ocean or the desert, give me the desert. And then he went to a Japanese POW camp, came home, and became an Olympian. That that It's the most unbelievable life story. Unbroken is the name of the book. Made a movie. Wow. And it's it's an, it's an amazing Unbroken. story. Unbroken? Unbroken. Okay. Movie's awesome. not as good, Movie's but not the, great. Uh,
0: the book is great. I actually read it in high school as part of it's amazing. English class. It's an but, amazing um, story. It, it is great. I think... For all those reasons, though, I think I would take the ocean, because in the desert, there you don't have the animals. You don't have the the, the the Lizards. Water.
4: You <laughs> Lizards. Just, you just
0: don't have as much to eat and like enjoy it. But also, when I think of being stranded in the middle of the ocean, I always think of um rum ham episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, when they're out to sea, and they have, oh no, the rum ham. Anyway, I know somebody will get that. Not Travis. Not me. I'm looking it
1: out. Like it's, I don't understand the. I, don't think I remember that it's the New
0: Jersey episode. They go to the New Jersey Shore. It's it's Frank and it's um it's uh Rob McElhaney's character out in the ocean, and uh, they float out to sea because they got too drunk on the rum ham.
2: If <laughs> you know, you know. The water polo in her. I think she's just more comfortable She'll in water swim than shore. Than, than, than but you know, they're sharks. That's not scary. Yeah. Okay, next up, did you see that two men in Newport News escaped their jail cell by tunneling through the walls, but they're only found later at an IHOP restaurant in Hampton. So <laughs> <I don't laughs> Travis
0: those are in Virginia
2: actually. Yes. Travis, let's say that you've just tunneled out of prison. Okay. Uh, what's your first stop going to be?
1: In and out. Yeah. Right? That, that, <laughs> I'm to Not only am I going to tunnel out underneath the wall or through the wall or whatever Shawshank trick these guys use to get out of the prison in Virginia, I'm just going to stay subterranean until I smell the in and out. Then I'm just going to come straight up into the middle of the restaurant. Double, I'm double. going to come up through the floor. Through the, the restroom. Double, double, animal style, chopped chilies, uh, fries, well done, and a pink lemonade. And then you, I'll actually probably go back to jail because I bet it's quiet in there and get some sleep Probably <laughs> Probably, I, I'm in for a blue collar crime. It I'm is assuming. a twin bed, though, Travis. Yeah, Are you okay with yeah, that? Yeah, that's not great, but I, I feel like I'd be a blue collar criminal. I'm not a violent criminal, so I would be. Uh, I'd be with the other uh, white collar guys. I'd be in one of those club feds. So I'd go back, <laughs> go crawl back through my tunnel. I know I'm going to get
3: caught, and I know it's only a matter of time. So if I'm going to go big, I'm going to go big. Or if I'm going to go at all, I'm going to go big. So get me to a steakhouse. Let's go directly to Mastros. They're gonna look at me and say, "Why is this guy wearing what he's wearing?" But I'm just gonna to try to get that steak as fast as I can. Nine Let me get Dash. that ribeye. Let me get as much of. Uh, give me that mac and cheese out there. Give good. me that bread basket that comes with. Pretty can I get good. a glass of wine real quick too? You get the
1: seafood tower, I and mean, you're only in there for a while. Get the seafood <laughs> tower,
3: and then before the bill comes and it's time to get out of here, you go I'm back out. down the I'm tunnel. Great. No, I, you're gonna arrest me anyways. Let's just let's get out of here. I got my food in.
0: Maybe I'd sneak into a movie theater and then work and stay in the projection area. So like maybe they're not like having a ton of people up there so I can get get in the rafters and hide out there for a long time, but also see a bunch of movies and that I didn't get to see in the the clink.
2: (laughs) Okay, last one, guys. Did you see that 70% of lottery winners lose or spend all of their winnings in five years or less? So would you rather solve climate change but get no credit for it or win the lottery? Sliwa.
3: Solve climate change, get no credit for it, or win the lottery? Well, I think we got to do the right thing here. You don't win have the to, lottery. <laughs> um, okay, well, if I win the lottery, then I'll 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 try my best to try to help the environment and lights <laughs> as well.
0: Yeah, You'll have five <laughs> years to do everything.
3: The Arbor Society, <laughs> forty five dollars a month
1: will go towards that. Huh? That's awesome. That's I mean, awesome. add that up in a year. So you know where I'm going with this, right, Taylor? You've heard me talk about my fears of the environment and. Like, I know yeah. we're not supposed to talk but about it. But you like them. some Trav. There were, I do like some Trav. That's true. There was a big UN report yesterday that said, uh, guys, we're doomed. That came out yesterday. they have like,
0: been saying that for years.
1: We're basically just about done. So, you know, smoke them if you got them was basically the the <laughs> the, the, the takeaway from this thing. Um, smoke them if you I, got them. I've got, like obviously, that. my three kids who I hope one day have families of their own. I would like to leave them a planet that is inhabitable. So I will give, I will give climate change. Uh, I'll take that with no credit get the lottery I mean you can
0: Again, give them a lot of money yeah, you can, we you can, can, can build d- them a
1: bubble where my family <laughs> can live peacefully with clean water and 70 degrees you can
0: get them on that rocket ship out to the moon where they can like, uh, make that habitable but I think that I would probably do the money too if I'm going to be honest I'm a selfish person
2: that's it guys that's it that's, it.
0: that's how
3: you. we end it I love how she just said because I'm a selfish person <laughs> the and everything just went quiet
0: nobody back <laughs> we're all no, selfish. No no, 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 no. That's not true, Emily. Uh, That's not true at all. Matthew Pelosi gets me. He did tweet out the rum ham uh, GIF, so I'm not crazy. This is what I'm talking. about. I didn't about. think
1: you were crazy. You I just, just don't. I just don't know it. You know, <laughs> it's context. like a, I I don't have the great uh, episode. The reference point for it. You would like Unbroken Sleep. if I can offer the uh, Travis book club selection, where we put a double double sticker I need on a the good front book of the book right now. All yeah. right, you'd like that. It's it's incredibly inspirational. Very sad. Um and terrifying you won't come into work for a ends it ends
0: on a on a higher it note. does like it, it, he, he ends up okay absolutely okay absolutely.
1: usc guy grew up in torrance like it's it's wow. it's a lo- it's kind of a local story he grew up here that i want to say a stretch of the 405 freeway down by torrance is the louis Zamperini highway i'm, I'm fairly sure that google that's heard right. us
3: because i just i typed u n before I even Un- got no. to B, it was like unbroken, novel, book. They, they heard the whole thing. It,
1: they, 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 they always do. I guarantee if you open Instagram right now, it'll be click here to order unbroken. <laughs> Have it delivered to your door uh, How to survive in the, wa- in the water. You know what I'm going to do? Whenever I'm in a bad mood, I'm just going to do this. Oh.
0: <laughs> Can you believe... Does Can Travis
1: you believe- go
4: deep? <laughs>
1: Travis goes deep! <laughs> <laughs> we need like a super cut. You, you need, you're the musician. You put those two things together. Can you believe that that call was just the 2-2 pitch? <laughs> it's pretty great. It was a pretty great game. All right, Lakers, uh, not tonight. Phoenix tomorrow. LeBron, uh, Mark, not Mark Spears. Who was it? Um horse? Chris no, Haynes. Chris Haynes. Thank oh, yeah, you yeah, Emily. Chris Haynes says that the Lakers, they like their chances against a couple of teams. We'll talk about it next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.